Hello, hello. Welcome to another great episode of the Being Coco Bee podcast. Today I have the lovely Monique Bryan, uh, who is a brand strategist. Listen, we get all the juice on the other side. That's her favorite word, the juice. So stay tuned to hear all the details on the other side. One of my many goals in life is to impact women's lives by helping them start a business using some of the same methods I've used to start my own business. I understand starting a business can be very overwhelming, especially if you're one of those people that simply don't know what business to start. Let me help you with that process. You can reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Coyetta, or you can email me at info at Coyetta.com and let me help you create the life you want. Hello, hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. How we long have you been it. sitting here? No, I just came on. Literally. Okay, like perfect. Hold on, let me just work on my volume because that's not sounding too great. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. Perfect. Thank you so much, Miss Monique, for coming on today. No problem. Oh Thanks my for gosh. Me. You are so welcome. Y'all, it's been a struggle to get her on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad you are here because we gotta talk about getting juicy brands right that's it it's not juicy don't do it if it whoa i love that one love that (laughs) so monique bryan is a personal brand coach and is also a professor of creativity i am now look at that look at that it's official it's official talk about creating stuff because they've made me a professor (laughs) (laughs) so take us take us take us from the beginning how did you come to be a personal brand coach walk us through Okay, well, um, I started my career in product development. So I have a bachelor in fashion design. I I thought that's what I've always wanted to do. And I learned very quickly working in the real world Mm -hmm. that um, everything is about commerce. It doesn't matter what it is that you're building. So I learned a lot about being a merchant, um, about being a business, like crash course in my first seven years of working. Right. Uh, and from there I was like, okay, you know, you know, in that feeling, you're like, man, I can do this better than my boss. That feeling we all get to, please, they don't know how to run this company, this million dollar company. Right. Meanwhile. Right. But we had, so we had a little on our high horse when we think we know what we're doing. No kidding. So I was like, I could do this. And, um, what I did is I launched uh, a jewelry company because I thought I was tired of clothing and I'm just going to go into something completely unrelated, which was jewelry, which is not unrelated. Mm -hmm. And I also told myself that no one else was making jewelry at that time. Everyone was wanting to be a designer, which was also false. <laughs> so every, like, there's a lot I learned in the, in the early stages. So uh, I started a jewelry business. I had that for about six years. And it afforded me to do a lot of traveling. I got to sell across Canada, in the US. I had some international buyers. It was a great experience, a crash course in, in entrepreneurship. And um, I lost all my savings. Oh dear! Doing it, yeah. And I wouldn't change anything today. But at the time, you know, when you have an income, and this, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, when they want to be go out on their own, should I quit my day job? You know, people say I should go all in. Mm. And my thing, I always say to them, do not do that. Right. 
because there is no type of stress like financial stress Absolutely. when you are trying to build a business. Mm -hmm. So I went from making six figures to, you know, struggling in my business. And while I was doing that, I met so many entrepreneurs who were also struggling. And because I, I, I'm an avid learner, I just want to learn all I can. And I was like taking these business courses on the side. And when I was meeting entrepreneurs, they were like, how do you know this? Or how do you know about websites? Or how do you know? And I was like, I'm taking tons of courses. And what I realized is there was a gap in just like all of these creatives. I mean, you can only learn as much as you can learn in school, right? right. And at the time, uh, there wasn't a lot of these online courses and everything that everyone is taking now and creating and sharing. Because um, this was like probably... I'm not going to age myself, but a long time ago. And uh, I decided I was going to help people do that. So I started coaching and consulting on how to basically not make the mistakes I did. And while I was doing that, I was approached by a company to come on and um, become their chief operating officer for product. And they were a startup and I was like, great. I get to have the entrepreneurship title right. without all of the weight. <laughs> It's of true. having it all on my shoulders. Right. I was like, yes! Right? And I quickly became a partner in that business. Uh, and that, again, was a great opportunity. That company has recently been acquired wow. by another company. Awesome. And um, doing that, we got to work with like uh, Tom Shoes and PayPal and all of these bigger companies who wanted to tap into entrepreneurship. Right. And being entrepreneurs ourselves, we were like, oh, we know how to do this. We know how to help people build product. But to build a product that matters, not just build something, right. but actually putting the customer first and getting to work with these new brands, I was like, great, I'm learning so much more. Um, but the thing is, you know, we always have like that voice in the back, in the background saying either this is for you or this isn't for you. Right. And I had that voice nudging at me every year. And I was with the company for two years. And it was telling me it wasn't for me, but I wasn't willing to let it go because I was like, if I'm not a jewelry designer and I'm not this, now what am I? Right, yeah. If I leave, I've like not all of these years, I don't have no idea what the hell I'm going to do with myself. Mm -hmm. And that scared me. That scared me. As it, but, as it should, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people are dealing with that. Like if I'm not this and I'm not that, mm -hmm. then what the heck am I? Right. You know, our identity was really wrapped up in who I was, what my career was. And um, eventually, you know, me and that and the person who I was running that with, we came, you know, to a head and we were just like, this isn't going to work. Her and I are great friends now. Right. Um, we're wonderful. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, I got to step away. And that was really hard because we had built something amazing in a very short period of time. And um, it was actually a, like a month after I left that company, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Wow. And... It was kind of like, I took that as like the universe has been setting me up to um, get prepared for healing because you're about to go on a new journey. So I needed to shut a few things down in order for me to start taking care of myself because I still had my jewelry company running in the background. Right. I had to shut that down. I left this business. I started doing a little bit of consulting and um, then I was diagnosed and I spent the next nine months undergoing treatment um, regaining my strength, losing my mind, gaining it back, um, but also finding my voice. Yes. Really when I lost like all my hair, all my, like my eyebrows, my eyelashes, and sometimes my will to live. Yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> but I gained my voice yeah. because there was no armor left. 
there was nothing to hide behind. There was no reason to look a certain way or act a certain way or make anyone else feel comfortable. Absolutely. And I just became, I really just stepped into who I wanted to be and what I wanted to say. And I was like, I want to help people with their businesses. I've always wanted to coach and consult. I've always wanted to build courses, but I just thought, you know, everyone else is doing that. Who, who am I to do this? Like, what's the big deal? Right. And when that happened, I was like, as soon as I could function again, I like put a website up within like 48 hours. And before that, I would take months before I put up a website. I love me a good website. <laughs> you know how entrepreneurs, we like to look at a website. We'd be like, man, I could just move this over a little bit. I could just change this over here. No, I was like, no, there's no time for that. I put right, it up. Yeah. I called all my past clients. I'm like, I'm in business. And they're like, don't you have cancer? And I was like, no, I don't have time for cancer. I'm about my business. There's no time like the present. Right. And from there, I just started um, learning as I went and building and pivoting and changing. And I had launched um, my online course a few times last year. And within that, I found the biggest need, the biggest thing people were struggling with was their branding. And not just their um, like website and their logo, but like how they're appearing online, yeah. like how they're showing up. Because Instagram's not going anywhere, social media's not going anywhere, but not everyone knows how to navigate it. Right. And it's becoming such a burden. They're like, oh my God, I have to post today. Or, oh my God, yeah, I don't know what to It's say. true. It's not fun. The process, it takes, kind of takes, takes the life something. out of it sometimes. Yeah. It does. It doesn't make it fun anymore. And this was meant yeah. to be fun. And I found, regained my love for social media while I was laid up in bed for nine months. Right. Right before that, with my jewelry business, I wasn't, I was like, Oh God, I have to take a picture of a necklace now and tell people why they need it and, maybe, and try not to sound selly at the same time, you know, and give it its value and take these great pictures. And I was like, one of the things that held back that business and what I know now is, you know, when we build something new, sometimes we just, we build it in the background and then we open the door and we're like, we're in business, come buy from us. Yeah. But people want to be, you know, they want to be finessed. They want to see who have you been out online for the last year, for the last few months. Right. Like they really want to see something. So building your personal brand is a, is a constant. People want to know who they're buying from. It's no more just like, oh, you're open for business and you have a great product. So what? So does she down the hall. So, so does he. So what is make, what makes you different? And that's where your personal brand comes into play and um, curating that online persona. So that is what drew me in that direction. Awesome. Awesome. Now, actually, I had a question, uh, but I think you answered it already. So we'll move on from that one. And my next question is, what's the most common, the most common mistake or missteps that you find in the branding world in with other branding or with other people or like what, what, what are they doing? What are we doing wrong? <laughs> what are um, well, no, I think one of the key things is people are not investing in proper photography. Okay. Like their profile pictures. It's one thing if you can't take a picture where you're at, but your picture of your face anywhere online should look, should look presentable. Yeah. Right. Like it should look professional. And I'm talking only, I'm talking business settings specifically, not people who have personal Instagram, you do what you want. But if you are going to ask people to come out of pocket and pay you for something, then you want to show up how you would want someone to show up for you if you were going to hire an expert. And people don't, they think a self, sometimes if you're a wicked selfie taker, fabulous, that's fine. Right. But if you don't have anything on your profile, on your LinkedIn, if you Google yourself and your pictures that come up are not you, 
you're not putting enough content online for people to get to know you. You're not building your reputation. You're letting it be built without, because it's going to be built. Your name is going to be associated with something online, whether you like it or not. Absolutely. That's how it is. So the first thing you need to do is Google yourself and see what comes up. And now it's time to start curating what you want out there. Okay. What do you want it to say? And not faking it, but curating it. Because there's pictures out there that we don't want out there. There's videos out there we don't want. There's things we may have posted on Facebook before we decided to jump into business that we're like, that doesn't need to be up there anymore. It's like, what do you want your clients to see? That's what, that's like one of the biggest mistakes I'm seeing. It's like the messaging is just muddy and jarring. Sometimes you see something sometimes and you're like, why, why, why is this up here? Why is this relevant to one, me getting to know you or two, me wanting to hire you? Absolutely. Now, I did ask Monique to look at uh, some of the stuff I got going on. So uh, we're, we're going <laughs> to assess that at the end. I'm really, I'm really scared. <laughs> you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. <laughs> okay. I know I got some work to do, but we'll, we'll look at that at the end. Okay. Okay. What are the components of a juicy brand? Because I'm, I'm sure people out there want a juicy brand. I want a juicy brand. What do I need to do to get a juicy brand? Uh, so there's a few things. Yeah. Uh, one, the first step you want to do is you want to Google yourself, okay. right? Yes, so you, you want to see that. what's out there so you can go and change it mm-hmm. if necessary. Um, your messaging is a key part of who you are. So across all of your platforms, you want to look at what are you saying you offer? So you look at your, your bios for each one of your platforms. Right. So your Instagram, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, um, your website, it goes without saying, Mm -hmm. but all of the other profiles that we may not think people care too much about those little mini bios, you want to go in and change those things. Who are you? Who do you help? Why do I care? Those are the things that need to be answered all the time. Okay. So that's key. Fix up your bios. We said fix up your photos. So there's your profile pictures. I would, I would recommend investing in doing a mini photo shoot, okay. like hire a photographer. If you have a cousin who's a really great photographer, get them to do it. Stand in some great lighting, put yourself in your brand colors or in some neutral colors. You know, I'm a big fan of makeup artists. I'm sorry. I just love getting my makeup done mm-hmm. <laughs> and because we're not all good at it. Right. Right. And that's okay. We all have our skill sets. So hire professionals to do things and you can partner with friends. You can do this like for 300 bucks. You know, I've done photo shoots for like $300. You know, you go to a space, you go outside or you can, you know, do it at a cafe, but get some really nice photos that showcase your personality, not just like I'm stiff, I'm boring and I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> um, so invest in some photos and you want to clean up whatever photos are online that you no longer want there, take them down, get rid of them. Just delete them or ar- archive them, get rid of them. Right. Um, And then around the messaging, whatever captions you're putting out there, you want it to have value. Like caption writing, um, sometimes it can become a skill set, but you really want to look at, you're putting a picture out there. What is it you're writing underneath the picture that has somebody give a damn? Okay. If there's no value in it, just don't. I would recommend actually posting less and focusing on value more. Hmm. So juicy brands come from juicy messages and juicy imagery. You make make that sound so good. (laughs) But it is, right? right? Because when you see something, you're like, 
oh my God, can I please talk to this person? I don't even know what you do, right. but it just looks like scrumptious. It just looks like, can we be friends? And that's what, that's kind of like what I aim for. It's, do you want to sit down? Could we be friends? Do you want to sit down and have a coffee with me? Right. Could we just jam? Could we just jam? We can talk about your business, but am I approachable or likable enough for you? Does my personality right. fit with what you need? Because not, we're not going to be, first of all, don't be liked by everyone because that's boring. <laughs> but you your personality, who you are, you want it to come through in everything you do. Because it's really disappointing to have something online, like you watch a video and this person's like bomb and you're like, yes, I want to. And then you meet this person and they're like dry as toast. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't sign up. I didn't pay a ticket to come see you. Do you to be dry as toast? You better bring the energy, girl. Right. Where's the flavor? <laughs> but where is the flavor? <laughs> That's what they pay for. So you got to be consistent. You got to be consistent with your messaging and your branding. Awesome. And that, that makes perfect sense. On one of your, mm-hmm. yeah, on one of your recent um, sessions at 11, um, you mentioned that um, words are important for branding. So explain. Oh, they're key. They're very key. Explain why they're key, why they're so important in branding. You're the words. I have all of my clients, and I think maybe the one you watched, we did like a group exercise. I wanted everyone watching to go home and do this exercise. Yes, yes. You know, it's like a wordplay exercise. <laughs> it's like, what emotions do you want to evoke in the person looking at your brand? What do you want them to feel when they walk away? Right. Because emotions are what sell That's all the true. time. That logical yeah. brain can, we can, we can justify any purchase. Why I needed those shoes. That's true. Why I needed that That's trip, <laughs> but I couldn't afford to pay for a coach, right. but I had to go to Jamaica. Right. You know, like all of it, we can, we can justify anything, <laughs> oh, but the emotions so are our triggers, right? Yes. So when someone's looking at your website, when someone's looking at you online, when someone's reading your copy, what do you want them to be feeling? Because that's really all that matters. You're going to deliver. I'm going to just assume that you deli- already have the expertise, whoever the person is. Right. We're going to assume you know what you're talking about. You're an expert in your field. Otherwise, we wouldn't be out here. Right. But because there's so many p- people like you and you want to stand out from the crowd, it's like, does your personality come through? And are you evoking what you say? So if you're saying, I want to evoke passion or excitement or empowerment, it's like when I come on your website, then that's what I should feel walking away. Right. Your color should be vibrant. Your messaging should be clear. I sh- you should have some words in there that make you want to like mm, make a move. Mm-hmm. Like, is it exciting to look at it? Do you need video on there to make it interactive, to make it some some movement happen? Or is it very stagnant and dull and dry and kumbaya <laughs> if that's not your personality? Right. But if your personality is, if you want like calm, serenity, you know what I mean? Peace. Then that's what I want when I come on your website. I don't want loud, crazy, bah, 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 all over the place. Because it's not going to make any sense. Right. I'm not going to attract the right customer and you're not going to walk around away feeling like I'm the right one for you. Right. But you've got to know what your words are and what you're trying to accomplish before you build things. And people usually do it the other way around. That's true. That's true. What social media platform are we all sleeping on in terms of branding ourselves or um, being out there, being a presence? You know, mm. we, have, we got the Instagram, we got the Facebook. What are we sleeping on? You know, it's funny you say that because somebody in media, like, because I was talking a lot about doing more speaking next year. Yeah. And I met this media specialist. And she was like, Monique, if you want to do speaking, you're not on Twitter. And I was like, Twitter? 
everybody using Twitter. She's like, where do you think all media is? That's where news is happening. Mm -hmm. I was like, my goodness, she's so right. Right? So imagery and everything over there on Instagram, got it. But Twitter is where you can actually connect with media. They're looking for stories. They're looking for experts. They're, that's where they're spending their time. So I think Twitter is, is a place that people are sleeping on for sure. And then LinkedIn, I would have been the first to be like, well, if I'm an entrepreneur, why do I need to be on LinkedIn? Right. That's for, you know, when I'm looking for a job. But that's where business is happening. You have your business hat on when you go to LinkedIn, right? Sure. You're looking for professionals. You're not um, having, you don't need a whole bunch of like flighty language and like flowery things. It's like, no, I'm looking for this this type of person who has this type of credentials, great. I've added them to my, my professional profile. That's where real business is happening. So I think people are really sleeping on that. They're thinking that they're in their job so and that's where it needs to reside so they don't spend time there. But I've been getting some great connections over there on LinkedIn. Hmm. You know, I was on LinkedIn and I took myself off because I thought just exactly what you, you were saying. Me too. I was like, I'm not looking for a job. I I am looking for, I am, I am the job really. Yeah. You're looking, but you are looking for opportunities. That's true. That's true. Right. And people will reach out. You never know what opportunity could end up in your inbox, in your messenger, just from what they're seeing online. That's so true. And it's also great if you want to connect with companies and corporations, because as entrepreneurs, yes, we've got the individuals, but there's things and trainings that we do that companies would love to tap into. And they're looking on LinkedIn. That's true. I never that's where they're looking yeah I never thought about that right so it would make your sense. income stream girl girl <laughs> <laughs> it would make sense for what especially for yourself saying that you want to speak more to have the presence because that could present an opportunity for you through different customers and so forth that makes sense even if you want to do training hmm. if there's something that you're skilled at that if you do team building if you do social media training um, there's so many things that companies are looking to give to their employees as training and you get paid well to go into companies hmm. to do that kind of training because okay. it's just not something they do. Right. Okay. You, you've given me a lot to think about there, Miss Monique. <laughs> okay. Okay. You've given me a lot to think about, but, um, where do we start in this process of, where do we start in this process of branding? Like I have an idea. What do I do? Uh, so the first thing I would do is go to my website. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I send out, I send out a, um, everyone who, who tunes into my lives on Mondays, I, if they send me their email, I will send them a jumpstart your business, your juicy, delicious business starter kit. Okay. And within that, it talks about, first of all, what problem are you solving? Like really, these are the basics. Like, right. what do you problem are you solving? And who like, what does your customer actually desire? And how are you going to be the one to solve that problem? That's where it starts. Because we think we have a great idea and we want to start something, but it has nothing to do with us. It always has to do with who's going to pay for it. Right. Who's going to pay for what it is? So if you're not 100% sure, one exercise you can do is, um, and I did this like a long time ago, is I actually DM people who I know have my best interest at mm -hmm. heart. And I'm like, what would you pay me to do? If I had a skill set and I was going to open a business, what would you pay me for? And you'd be really surprised because there's things that people think that you're good at, but there's things that people would pay you to do. Oh. Pay you to do is not the same thing as, oh yeah, you're good at that. 
It's like I would come out of my pocket and give you money for it. And you know that's hard to do, especially amongst friends or family. (laughs) So Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So that'll give you like a really clear sign if you're on the right track. And also looking at, it's like you want to kind of look at who's doing what you say you want to be doing. Because you need to now figure out how are you going to stand out? How are you going to be different? than all of the other people doing exactly what you're doing. And your only goal should be to figure out how are you going to do it different? What's that little twist that you do differently? What's about, what is it about your personality or your offering that's different? Absolutely. Okay. That is excellent information. And and the truth of the matter is whatever is for you is for you. And it doesn't matter how many people are in the market. If it's for you, it's for you. And that's it. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yes. Now, Eval- you've got it, but you've got to find a way to package it. That's true. Right? Because it's for you, but the struggle is going to be harder if you haven't figured out how to highlight what makes you special or what makes you different. Yeah. And it may not even just be in what you say or what you do, but how, maybe you market different than the other people. Right. Maybe you market to a completely different um, customer segment than your competition. It's the same service, but it's still a completely different group of people. Right, kind of like your niche. So it kind of makes it very specific and very targeted. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Okay. All right. Well, then let me know what you think when you when you looked on the internet <laughs> for me. <laughs> when I looked you, for you? When you looked me up, what did you find? What do you think? So you asked me to look at your Instagram specifically. Yes. So, um, so my new wave life, mm-hmm. Um, I love your logo, by the way. Thank you. I thought it was beautiful. Yes. It was clear. It was easy to read. Um, I thought your bio was great. It tells you exactly what it is that you do. But one thing I noticed on your other feed is you're going to be start teaching business. Right. Like how to start your own hair business. Right. Right. I would have liked to also have that over here. Oh, okay. Um, so we can just bring more business, bring more things. It's like, it's like that extra piece, right? Because there's a lot of people selling hair. Right. Right. But you're going to teach people also how to build a hair business, which I know a lot of, you know, stylists who would love that information. Right. So as opposed to them just looking here to, to compare themselves to you mm-hmm. and maybe even like steal some of your ideas or where you're getting your stuff. Right. They're like, oh, she teaches. Yeah. She trains on how to build a hair business. That's where I'm at. Okay. Right. So and put- I would actually. Yeah, I would put it over here and I would actually have like um, because you had the wholesale. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. Because the idea is come here and buy something. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so maybe on the other page, I don't know where you're at in that, in that having people sign up, but it's like, I would like to get people like be growing your email list or have people sign up on a lead magnet, like get capture the emails of the people who want to build this hair business. Okay. Like early, like before you even have the hair business built, however, the training, however it is, it doesn't matter. It's like, are you interested? Great. Sign up here. Get notified uh, okay. when it launches. Right. Everyone needs to start before they're ready because by the time you're ready, you're gonna be in this like marketing like spiral. Like I gotta get, I gotta get customers. I gotta like people know. Da da da. People aren't signing up. I would do that from jump. Right. Jump, jump, jump. Um, and then I would. I see you've got like some stuff with your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love even more of that right. because social proof is key. Above all else. Right. Uh, you've got your shop button, which is really great. You have that on your My Wave Life, right? Right, yep. The Instagram shop button. Sorry, you were yes. cutting up for a second. So. Okay, yeah. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. 
Uh, and then I would wonder, I, my, I wondered if you had received any press or anything, anybody's written a review. Right. Or has any highly famous or influential um, people bought your product? Right. Uh, if so, it would be like as seen on right. or as seen in. I would love that in your bio. Okay. It's just, again, more social proof. Right. And then um, I would look, when I looked at your other Being Coco B podcast, mm-hmm. um, you've got the coaching services coming through and you've got the start your hair business coming, coming soon. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at like your engagement... You have you get more engagement on this page than you do on the other page. Right. Yep. Um, for the videos, one thing. So I guess my question would be like, what are the words associated with this brand? With the being Coco B or with the mm-hmm. um, with the being Coco B? Empower and inspire women. Okay. Empower and inspire. Yeah. So I get that through the quotes, but I don't necessarily get that through. Um, any of the other posts uh, okay like what is it like I love this you know this picture of you in this kimono where you're looking really serene you're touching your hair it's very beautiful you. you've got you've got the ones with the, the podcasts you know introduction to the people that you're interviewing right. um one thing I would say and this is just me but you're not smiling a ton <laughs> in your photos <laughs> okay. Or in the the first captioned picture of your videos. Okay. And it's all about inviting, right? Like, I talk to you and you're super friendly, but on the pictures, you look super serious. You know, you're so, my face is so serious. It's so serious. But I'm so friendly and nice. (laughs) Right. So sometimes, unfortunately, we've got to like, you know, it's just like how on my lives, I have like music playing before we get started right. because I cannot get pumped up. Right. You know, we're not all walking around smiling like a bunch of idiots all the time. <laughs> right. But there's times like if we have some a stagnant photo where people are going to land on a video where people are going to visit, then we have got to have our energy up. OK. When we're it's when all we're about there. that energy. It's all about that energy. That's it. Okay. That's why they're here. <laughs> OK. Otherwise, they could go, you know, watch somebody else. But the one of the reasons people want, come show up on Mondays is like they sometimes might. I've had clients tell me, Monique, you're like my booster Red Bull. In the morning, we bump, we go, we're off to the races. But I can't, that's how I've got to continue to show up. Unless I'm talking about something really deep, right. which isn't often. Yeah. But <laughs> outside of that, I would love to see more, you know, face pictures. More, more like smiling, okay. smiling. You know what? I think part of it is kind of getting used to a, a public type of living. When you're used to being so private, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, how do you like break through that? So it's an adjustment. Yeah, it's definitely an adjustment. So that's, that's, and, and, and a balance. So it's just working through that, right? And it takes practice. It does. It takes practice. It I tell people when they say go back, I took some of them down. I think I hopefully I got them all. My first videos when I started almost like two years ago doing the videos, they were horrible. <laughs> I was like holding the phone so you can see up my nose. It was shaking. I didn't have a tripod. I had a horrible haircut. I had just, you know, my hair just started growing back. I didn't know how to shape it. I looked like my hairline was in the back of my head. It was scary. (laughs) Some of the outfits I was wearing was questionable. Okay, questionable. Right. So it took doing it, practice, practice, practice. How to hold the phone. Where is the lighting? Getting my own light set up in my house. Watching how my voice is, look, sound, listening to myself and actually seeing my mannerisms. Right. This is a great thing for people who want to be on video. It's like, 
the best way to find out what you're doing is to videotape yourself. Look at yourself. Look at your hands. Right. Look at your face. Mm -hmm. What are the words? Do you say um all the time? Do you say okay all the time? You know, that is a great way to um, perfect your presentation skills. Mm, that's a but it's all practice. We got to keep just doing it, doing it. And it's not always going to be polished, right. but you'll get comfortable. So then you'll show up more authentic just because you're comfortable. Right. But it's So I want to see you smile. Okay, girl. I'll smile. <laughs> I'll smile. Show some teeth. <laughs> yeah. I want to see. I want to see some smile. And yeah, I would say like those are the main things. I would be like, what are the like for me, I don't know what the vibe is. Okay. A hundred percent. Like, is it supposed to be sexy or cool or fun and quirky or you know, so I would spend some time doing like that exercise anyways I can send it to you so you can do it okay I'll okay. send you the exercise so you okay, can do it and you, you just and then you look at all of your branding stuff you're like do I feel that when I'm looking at these things mm -hmm. like is that the vibe I'm getting do I get <laughs> empowerment do I get inspiration you know and if it's inspiration and it's about hair it's like I want to see more hair in the flowing like okay. hey, I need some I need some boomerang shots of some hair flowing. okay because that's what people want right, right? they want this beautiful hair so it's like, let me see it. Okay. Uh, because when I see long hair, especially someone with short hair, because mm -hmm. I have like no hair, I'm not planning <laughs> to get any, just because I like the ease of it. Yeah. But when I see, I think about wigs, I think about weeks, I'm like, I see these girls and their hair is just flawless, glossy, and waving in the wind <laughs> under a beautiful hat or something. I'm like, man, she's rocking it. Just sexy. Okay. Right? Yes. So that's what I want. That's what I want to see. That's you want to see me look sexy, mommy? Is that what you're asking me for? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, girl. Hey, <laughs> that's, what, that's what people want to see. They want that aspiration. Like, yeah, she looks fine, sophisticated, or sexy. Whatever your whatever your words are, mm -hmm. then that's what I want to see. Okay. So mama's got some work to do is what you're saying. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but overall, I think I overall, I think you're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Everything's a work in progress. Everything's over. I would archive some of the later posts. I, you like know, some of the earlier posts. Uh, yeah. Like all of those, they don't even need to be there anymore. Okay. People don't really go past the nine boxes. Okay. So if they're not adding to your brand, they're taking away from your brand. Hmm. So I can't be like post those random funny things? I leave those things for stories. Okay. That's because true. Because I treat my Instagram feed as my portfolio. Uh, it's like, what do I want you to know about me in these six to nine boxes? Okay. If I post something funny, I usually end up taking it down. Okay. Like I post it for a little bit and then I'll take it out. Right. Because it doesn't, it's not, you didn't land on my portfolio. You didn't land on, on what I wanted you to know about me. Hmm. Okay. They just jump right into a personal coach or just kind of figure out the basics or just just start with the brand coach because they'll help you kind of narrow it down faster what do you say so sorry say that again you cut out for a okay second. so if someone's um starting a business they have the idea they have mm -hmm. everything kind of laid out would you recommend they start with a personal personal brand coach or just kind of figure things out or is that something you do first or mm. like in the middle like where do you start with a brand coach um you you definitely want to have your offerings like what is it you're trying to do nailed down first okay. before you want to like have someone come in and start helping you curate right. it it's you want to get clear for yourself what is it you're trying to do okay you may not know all the steps how to do it you may not have a team of creative people to do it. you may not know how to take a picture 
But if you're, you want to get clear on what is it you're trying to offer mm -hmm. to the world. And, um, before you go and get a coach to do that, because what will happen is you'll get it. And I had that happen sometimes, you know, you'll get a coach too early yeah. and you'll spend all of this money and this time and realize like, Oh, that's not exactly what I wanted to be mm -hmm. doing. Okay. You know, I wanted to do this in my business. Oh, I kind of wanted to do the coaching, but I don't want to do that, do that anymore. Oh, I kind of wanted to do the speaking, but I realized, no, I'd rather be online. I don't want to do that. So if you're just looking for someone to help you get ideas and bounce ideas off of, that's one mm -hmm. thing that I also do, but it's different. Um, to get someone to help you get, like, give you the game plan, that's when you're like, I know what I want. I just don't know how to get uh, there. Okay. Okay. That is valuable information. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to pivot back to um, back to when you found out you had cancer. I recently had a, a mm -hmm. segment um, with um, with Faith Walker. She had metastatic breast cancer and she went through the signs. So, you know, sometimes we get so busy, our bodies change or we think they're we think, oh, no, it's this or it's that or we ignore it altogether. What signs did you did you experience that? Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I found my lump myself oh. through a self-examination. Okay. There were no signs. There, there, there were no other signs outside. Okay. Of no. Um, so by the time there's sign signs, right. you're probably stage four. Oh. When there's sign signs. Okay. Right? So I had no pain, no, you know, abnormal anything. Um, but I was doing self-examinations for years. Okay. So my biggest um, takeaway, what I advocate for is everybody feel it on the first. There's a hashtag, there's a following, feel it on the first. Mm -hmm. At the first of every month, check your breasts. Because by the next month, if something's different, you will know right away. And the best cure we have is early prevention. That's it. Uh, so catching okay. it early is what will save you. Um, a lot of pain, a headache, and possibly your life. So I had checked my breast. I found a lump. It did not hurt. It wasn't in an area. It was like um, in between my collarbone and my and my breast. So I didn't think it was actually anything. I thought it was a pulled muscle. Okay. And, and I, within two weeks, I, ha I had a biopsy, ultrasound, you know, another mammogram. And they're like, okay, so this isn't good. And this is, you know, it's cancerous. And I was just like, this is insane. I feel great. You're crazy. This is impossible, you know? And for a long time, I was in denial that what they're saying right. is facts because I felt fine, right. you know, but I was very, very lucky that I caught it early. It had it, not early enough right? because it did spread. It had spread to my lymph nodes already, which I never felt, of course. And, um, I did chemo and it shrunk everything. And then I had a uh, lumpectomy surgery where it had shrunk to the point that they could remove what was left. And then I had radiation. Yes. Yeah. But there were no signs. Wow. So it doesn't always happen. Um, no nope. way you would think at least. No, I don't think it ever happens the way you think. Yeah. And not That's one true. person That's I've life, ever right? met yeah. was, yeah, not one person has ever said, yeah. I knew. No, yeah. it's the women. The women who always think they've got it are the ones who usually don't. And the ones who think they'll never get it are the ones who got it. You know, yeah. and age is not a factor. Right. Heredit being a hereditary is not a factor. I don't have anyone in my family who has it. Like, there's no fact. There's, there's, they don't know enough about it. Right. Okay. 
you know? So it's really, I just encourage everyone to check themselves, you know, and especially like black women, I think are, are like, it's like one of the leading cause of death for black women. Yeah. It could be for many reasons. We don't, either we don't talk about it or we don't get ourselves checked or, you know, they haven't figured that out yet either. Oh, so, so the community itself has some work to do, the doctors. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here, um, side note, you know, we went to school together, right? <laughs> What school? Which one? I went to a lot of schools. Well, we went to uh, Agent Court together. We did? We did, girl. I was right underneath oh you. Oh, my God. I'm like, I oh bet you she gosh. doesn't remember. That's okay. <laughs> I don't remember. I barely remember yesterday. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. Yeah, you girl. never mentioned this until we get on the podcast. I know, right? I'm like, no, <laughs> I want to surprise her. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you should. I was so mean in high school. <laughs> I got some stories where people meet me now and they're like, oh my God, you're so different. I was like, I was like the devil teenager. Yes, I was horrible. I wasn't enlightened. I didn't have any personal development out of my, under my belt. I can't say I saw any uh, of that because it's not like good. we, we I, I mostly spoke to like some of the other girls, but you know, it's all right. Good. I take it all back. I it's take it all back. I was an angel you were the devil. in high school and everybody loved me. I heard about you, girl. <laughs> No, I really didn't hear anything about you, which is great. So, oh, that's great. I just wanted to drop that little piece in there. <laughs> so, oh where can gosh. we find you? If if this is all your personal brand, things follow you. You don't even know what's following you. It's true. In your you're life, right. you're so right. You're so careful. right. You're so, you're so right. But I have nothing bad to say, honestly. So that's nice. It. Thank you. Hear that world. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good okay. person. Nothing bad to say. She's a great person, people. <laughs> <laughs> where can we find you miss monique if we want to uh get some tips on our businesses like you gave to me where can we find you where are you at you can find me all over the gram that's where i like to reside so monique okay. um brian underscore co which i don't recommend if you can but everyone go secure your name your first and last name on instagram today can i just Mine be your first taken. If you have, if you can get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you can. Right. But if it's unique, I would say get your first name. But the only thing is, is like, you know, there's so many people with your first name, right? It could just be you. But anyways, I don't invite people. Hold so on for a second. I, I'm unique though. My name is just Koyana. There's like literally maybe so two. I, I, <laughs> right. So I think yours would be okay because you have a unique name. Okay. And there's nobody else like you. So yes. Okay. So um, one me. Yes. So <laughs> mine's Monique Brian underscore co B R Y A N. Okay. Um, on Twitter, you can find me Monique Brian T O and you can find me on my website, MoniquePrian.com. Perfect. Oh, Thank and you. Mondays oh. at 11. Yes. I forgot. Dirty right. 30 oh. live. Dirty 30 live is, is, is the real deal. I sat in on a couple and I'm like, I put my pen to my paper and I, I have so much work to do based on everything you said and everything I've ever written down from <laughs> Dirty 30 and it's pretty daunting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Step at a time. Bites. How do you eat it? How do you eat an elephant? <sighs> One bite at a time. Okay, there you go. That's it. <laughs> Miss Monique Bryan, uh, I've been getting bad signals, uh, but I'm so glad we got to get on and speak to each other today. I'm, I am filled with information and I'm so grateful that you blessed our audience because a lot of them want, want to know what they need to do to get their businesses going. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. You are so very welcome. And I guess we'll talk another time. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. All right, no problem, Miss Monique. You take care. Bye.
Okay, bye. Imagine being able to create your own schedule. Be free from the traffic world of the nine to five land. Imagine waking up and spending more time with your family. Imagine being able to start your business with little to no experience. Imagine being able to have all the resources you need to help you with that process. Well, if this is something you want for yourself, your imagination can become your reality. Reach out to me at I am Koyeda on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also email me at info at Koyeda.com. And let's turn that dream into your reality. Your business is closer than you think. Don't forget, don't forget to like, comment, share. Everything you do matters to me. Everything you do matters to us. Everything you do counts. And so those things really keep this podcast going. So thank you all again and enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time.